following is a podcast from Echo, a student ministry at Victory Family Church. We meet every Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. For more info, check us out on Instagram at echo.victory. All right, Echo, how are you guys doing today? Oh, oh, a little bit weak there. All right, Echo, how are you guys doing today? I know I'm doing good. I am so, so, so excited to be able to be here and to be able to talk to you guys and hang out. Can you guys do me a favor real quick? Can you guys help me give Ben and Alyssa a round of applause, Pastor Ben and Alyssa? Guys, we have so many amazing pastors here at Victory Family Church, and I'm so happy that we are able to learn under Pastor Ben and Alyssa. So guys, we have a crazy message to get into today. As we saw in the bumper video, we're going into a series called Worth Repeating. So can we get my message title up there? Do, do, do. All right, we'll get it. But it is called Walmart, Pigs, and the Mile. So it's going to be crazy today. So I hope you guys are ready for that. All right, so first, I am just going to read some scripture about the story we're going into today. So in Luke 15, 20, if we can get that up there, it says, And he rose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And then can we go into verse 24 as well? So this is Luke 15, 24. And this says, For the son of mine is dead or was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. So guys, I'm just going to pray over us real quick and pray over this service. Lord, I thank you so much that we get to come here today, that we get to just be able to stay in your presence, and I invite the Holy Spirit in to do whatever you want to do today, dear God, because this is all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So guys, a little bit about me. I am obsessed with life hacks, like those videos on Instagram that just tell you easier ways to do things. So I figured I'm going to start off today by giving you a life check that, or a life, what is it? A life hack that is going to change your life. So you know when your parents ask you to go to Walmart or go to the grocery store, and at first you're like, okay, like, I don't want to do that. You always want to go because When you go, you get to pick out what snacks you want. So I'm talking, you can get your Oreos, you can get your Flaming Hot Cheetos, you can get the sodas you want, yeah. And so you're always going to want to go. So I realized this a few years ago, and I was going to Walmart with my mom, and she's like, all right, Kayla, do you want to go? Do you want to hang out with me, spend the day at Walmart? And at first I was like, no, that sounds boring. And then I had this, I had this realization that I could get whatever I want. I was like, you know what, mom? yeah, let's go to Walmart. And she was so excited that I wanted to hang out with her. So we show up to Walmart. She has the cart. She has her list. She knows what she wants that day. I show up. I have my agenda of what I want that day and what snacks I want. And we get to Walmart, and she's looking at her list. And it's basically going through every item. And I see out of the corner of my eye, I see those double-stuffed Oreos. Guys, yeah, those are the best. So I go, and I... I book it. I don't even talk to my mom. I don't even say, bye, mom. I see she's distracted. So I run, and I get my Oreos, and I get one pack, and I'm like, this is not going to be enough. So I get two packs, and by the end, I'm not proud of this, but I ended up with four packs of double-stuffed Oreos, 
And then I go back to my mom, and I walk back there, and I'm like, okay, she's not even going to notice that I'm holding, like, a lot of Oreos, and she's gone. Have you guys ever lost your mom in the middle of Walmart? Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty scary. So I'm like, my mom left me. Where's my mom? That's rude, even even, um, because I was going off to do something, but I still lost her. So I'm I'm going around, I'm like, okay. I'm going to find my mom, and I'm going to sneak these into the cart so she doesn't see, maybe hide it under some vegetables. You guys know what I'm talking about. And I go, and I'm walking around Walmart, and my mom's about this tall, has blonde hair, usually wears like a black black puffy coat. And so I go, and I see her. I'm like, okay, that's my mom. Maybe she didn't even notice I've been gone. Maybe I'm off the hook here. So I walk, and I start following her. And I'm like, okay, okay. And it's been a while. And then all of a sudden, she turns around. And she looks at me. And I look at her. And she looks back at me. This is not my mom. So I turn around, and I don't even say anything, because I'm not trying to be a normal person at this point that's like, hey, sorry I've just followed you around the store for the past five minutes. I know this is kind of weird. But I just get out of there. And I'm like, okay. I'm on the search to find my mom. So I'm looking around some more, still looking for this blonde lady about this tall. I pass my fake mom a few times while I'm looking for my real mom. And I'm like, out of the corner of my eye, I see the guest services desk. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do it. So I do a lap. And I'm like, all right, mom, mom, running through Walmart. And I'm way too old to be doing this, yelling for my mom. I see that guest services desk one more time. I'm like, nope, not today. I'm not doing that. And so I check my phone. Of course, it's dead. So I walk around. I do one more lap around the whole store, around every single aisle. I still can't find her at this point. I'm like, did my mom leave? Is she done for the day? She forgot about me. What's going on? And I see that guest services desk. And my head goes down sort of drag my feet a little bit, still got those four packs of Oreos because I'm not letting go of that. And I'm like, hey. And I, and I come up and I just see judgment immediately from this lady because she knows what I'm about to ask. I'm about to ask for them to call me, to call my mom over the loudspeaker to come find me because I'm lost. And I show up and I put my Oreos on the counter. I'm like, hey, can you, can you call my mom to the front? And she's looking at me, and she's looking at the Oreos, and she's looking at me, and she sees I'm too old for this, and she's like, okay. All right. So she goes, Kayla's mom to the front. And at this point, I'm a little bit embarrassed. So I'm looking around. I'm like, wow, like, pretending not to be Kayla. Like, who's Kayla? Some, someone must have got lost in here. And then she goes again, Kayla's mom to the front. I'm like, Okay. Like, someone better find their kid or something. I don't know. And (laughs) still pretending it's not me. And then I'm already figuring out what I'm going to say to my mom whenever she comes by. Like, maybe she's going to be mad. Be like, Kayla, why did you leave me? Like, what happened? Why do you have so many Oreos asking all these questions? So I see her in the distance, and she comes to me. And I'm already apologizing. I'm like, Mom, Mom, like, so sorry. My bad. All these things, like, whatever. And she just goes, Kayla, I missed you. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) what the heck? (laughs) She goes, Kayla, I missed you. I I thought we were going to spend the day together. I just wanted to hang out with you. And I'm like, Mom, you see all this stuff, and I got distracted, and the double-stuffed Oreos, you know, you know what happens. Now I got four packs, and now I'm at customer service. 
And she's not even mad at me, and she's just like, hey, it's okay. I'll get the Oreos. Like, let's just hang out. Let's just talk. And guys, this is, she understood that children, we get lost. We get lost a lot in a lot of weird places. And God gets that too. Because parents find us and they protect us and children get lost. Because before anything, no matter how old you are, no matter all these things, no matter how great of an athlete or a student you are, first you are a child of God. And he understands that children get lost. So the story we're about to go into today is about a child that got lost. So it starts off, and this is in Luke 15. If you guys have your Bibles or have that Bible app, you can just pull that out while I'm explaining this. And it starts in Luke 15. And it's talking about a son comes to a father, and he's talking to him. He's like, Dad, I just want my inheritance which is basically, I'm like, I want everything you have for me. I want the money. I want all that stuff so I can live and do whatever I want. And basically in this culture, that meant that the dad was dead to him. That's what that meant. And the dad, we aren't expecting this, but the dad says, okay, and he gives it to him. So then in scripture, in Luke 15, it says, let me hold this up real quick because I can't see too well. So in Luke 15, it says, Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took the journey into the far country. There he squandered his property in reckless living. So this is the point in the story where the son got distracted. He saw something he wanted, like I saw the Oreos in the distance. And that was fun for a while, but then he realized, it, realized he needed to get back. So then it goes, And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in the country, and he began to be in need. So he realized he couldn't live this way. He realized that times are getting tough. Because you can start off, you can get lost because of a circumstance or because of a distraction. And then then you have to figure out how to get back from there. So this is what the son decides to do. He's like, okay, I have to figure out what I'm going to do now. Because we think as a child that we have to earn it once we get lost. We have to earn it whenever we get back. We have to apologize like crazy and do all these crazy things. So it says, So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. So he's like, I was living really good at my dad's house, and now I'm feeding pigs. Like, oh, the tables have turned here. And he says, and he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. So guys, what the pigs were eating, it wasn't like, I don't know if you guys have seen those videos where people eat dog treats. I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. Some dog treats look really good. Does anyone else, does anyone else feel that? All right, all right. Yeah, sometimes they, like, look like a nice sugar cookie with the icing. Or sometimes, I remember I've seen some TikToks where people accidentally eat dog treats because they think their family got some new cool snacks. That's not what this was. This is, like, have you guys ever, like, rinsed out dishes and then there's, like, the gross stuff at the bottom that no one wants to touch? Like, eggs and, like, all that nasty stuff. That's what this was. And he was so hungry that that's what he wanted. And I can't even imagine, like, that that grosses me out just thinking about it. And what's also interesting about this is this story that Jesus was telling took place in the Jewish culture. 
And in the Jewish culture, they had a lot of rules about what they could and could not eat. And one of those rules was they could not eat pig. So he was feeding things and putting time and energy and effort into things that weren't going to feed him. So guys, we do that when we're lost. We put time and energy and effort into things that aren't going to be beneficial to us in the long run. I know whenever I'm feeling lost, and I think we get lost more than we think, because it's not just about losing your mom in Walmart. It's about emotionally maybe not feeling the same as you did or emotionally trying to do all these things to be perfect because whenever I would get lost or whenever something like that would happen, I would get distracted. Sometimes I would focus on my appearance because I'm like, okay, if I look good enough, If I look good enough, that'll be enough. And I would spend hours trying to pick out the perfect outfit or hours watching YouTube videos on how to do my makeup or how to do my hair right. And it's okay to want to look good. But whenever it starts to consume your life, whenever it's where all of your time and energy go into, that's a problem. And I remember one specific time I was sitting in my kitchen and I just remember trying to take selfies for hours and hours and hours. And I felt like I just couldn't get it right. And I just wanted to post it. And for people to tell me that I was good enough, for people to tell me that they liked me or that they liked the way I look. And it just took me hours and hours. And I was feeding something that couldn't feed me. And then another thing that I would try to feed is I would try to pour all my energy and time into people who didn't really care about me. I was like, no, I don't need my, my regular friends. No, I don't need my church. I don't need my family. Those people look really cool over there. I want to be like them. And so I put all my time and all my energy into focusing on them. Because, guys, whenever you're lost, you feed things that don't feed you. So I want you guys to think of what are those things in your life. What pigs are you guys feeding? So I'm going to get everyone just close your eyes and bow your head right now. And so everyone, eyes closed, head bowed. If you've ever felt lost, I want you to raise your hand and keep your hands up. If you've ever felt like you're not good enough, I want you to raise your hand, put your hands up, and keep all of your hands up right now. No one's looking around. All eyes are closed. If you've ever felt like you don't look good enough, put your hand up. If you've ever felt like you need to impress people, put your hand up. All right, you guys can all put your hands down, and you guys can open your eyes. Guys, this is something we all struggle with. We, these are the symptoms of being lost, is we don't feel good enough. We don't do all these things. So you're like, all right, Kayla, like, how do I get out? What do I do? Like, how do, how do I not be lost anymore? So let's go back to the story. It says, when he came to himself in Later in the scripture, it says, when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish with hunger? So he's like, I've been lost. I've been doing things that just don't matter. I've been trying to feed things. And then he decides to come back to his father, and he does that same thing that I did in the store. And he's like, dad, 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 like, I'll be a servant. I'll do all these things. I'll, I'll, I'll. And his dad's like, hey, hey. And he talks to the servants, and this is the crazy part. He doesn't even address the son right away, but he says to the servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. So he says, give him all, give him all I have. Give him a new identity. 
this, this isn't the life that he's supposed to have. Give him, give him a new identity. And then it goes into, guys, and this is the craziest part to me, and bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let us eat and celebrate. So guys, the story started off and we were in a famine. And now the dad's saying, he's saying, I know we're in a famine, but we're gonna throw a feast because God doesn't love you in a way that's convenient. God does not love you in a way that's convenient because he knows, he knows that children get lost and he knows that he is our father. So you know what he did? He went and he sent Jesus down on the earth so that he could preach and teach all these good things to us and show us how to live. But then all of a sudden, everyone turned against Jesus. All of a sudden, Jesus, he felt alone. He felt alone on this world. So he he knows what it feels like, guys. If you felt people turn on you, if you've felt lost, like he knows what that feels like. And then, and then Jesus went up for trial and they found him guilty of things that he didn't do because he lived a perfect life. And then they decided to beat him and beat him so hard that skin literally was ripped off his body. And it even just hurts me to think about that so much that his rib was exposed. And then it didn't end there. Then he had to carry a cross up the hill and walk a mile, a mile with us with this cross just dragging across already where he's already been hurt so that he could hang on the cross and so that he could say, it is finished. Because God knows children get lost and he found a way for you. He sent Jesus in a way that wasn't convenient because we have a father that has a feast in the middle of a famine because that's what it's about, that Jesus loves you. And the story didn't end with him on the cross. The story ended where he rose three days later. Yeah, yeah, let's give God a round of applause. So how do I get out? It's all about communication, guys. It's all about communication. First, you gotta talk to God. You gotta say, all right, God, this is, this is what's going on. I don't, I don't know how to fix this help me and just pray. It doesn't have to be some crazy, crazy, perfect prayer. God, God doesn't care about that. He just wants to talk to you. He just wants to spend time with you. And second, in my story, I had to go to guest services because I needed a little help. So you're going to reach out to people that you love and talk to people you love. So that's your small groups. That's your small group leaders. That's your families and say, hey guys, I'm struggling with this. Like, I raised my hand today. I feel lost. I don't want my whole life to be like this. Help me. And they're, they're gonna lead you back to Jesus. They're gonna lead you in a life that you're supposed to live. And then the third, the third thing is you're gonna tell the devil to shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I like that, ooh. <laughs> you're gonna tell him to shut up because your savior died on the cross for you and you do not have to be lost anymore. And you're gonna tell him, yeah, So whenever those thoughts come up, whenever you hear, I'm not good enough, you're going to say, no, devil. Whenever you hear, I'm not smart enough, you're going to say, no, that's not true. Because that is not your story. You are good enough. And God doesn't only love you, but he likes you. Like, he likes you a lot. Like, you are really cool, each one of you in here. You guys are world changers. You guys are so 
loved by God in every single way. And he knows every little thing about you. And that's the story. So you guys aren't lost anymore. You guys are found by God. And so it's time to walk in that. And I'm going to pray over us today. So if everyone could bow your heads and close your eyes. God, I thank you so much that we just get to come here and be loved by you. I thank you that we get to just sit in your presence and that no matter what's going on in our lives, that you don't love us any less. And I just pray over today in our small groups that we open up and we talk about why we feel lost or we talk about what's going on. And I just thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.